everyone. Welcome back to Bombarded. Let's recap last episode real quick. So we started off with the bards having to escape from a collapsing tower. However, that collapsing tower caused a chain reaction of collapsing buildings and a chase ensued. More of the bards running away from this uh, entire collapsing area. So Symbol led them through this town best he could. Well, Razzle morphed into a giant toad. Which... And Mitch too, Kyle. Oh yeah, there's Mitch there too. <laughs> Mitch was running with Symbol. They were ahead of the group leading. Razzle turned into a giant toad, which Randy decided to ride atop. The trio ran through the town, and they got their way through many obstacles, like avoiding collapsing buildings, boulders being flung from buildings crashing together, stampeding groups of jackalwares, fruit carts, of course. You gotta have those in Naturally. any kind of running through a city or chase. Uh, you got some back alley barrel mazes, buckets of refuse being poured into the street, and uh, ending in one of the most epic log rolling scenes I think I've ever been privy to be a part of. Razzle with Yashi <laughs> and Randy on his back was able to wall jump onto a tower that was rolling down the street. The tower began to crumble, yep. which ended up with them being able to surf down a sandy hill to the edge of town. They met up again with Symbol and Mitch at the edge of town, and uh, the horse and carriage were speeding towards the group wildly, not being controlled, but Razzle did a little bit of speaking with animals and got to know Flotsam a little bit. Yeah. At this point, Symbol came over and asked our bards, maybe you should write a song about this and make sure you know people should know about this event. It's, it's kind, of, kind of crazy what happens. So, this unknown town that apparently has no history whatsoever. And yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> knows exists. You know, well, that's the thing is documenting history. That's your job that's as bards. True. You want to document everything that happens, and this is something to be wary of if somebody were to come back in this area, even though you destroyed it. This definitely but, should go in our little notebooks. Yeah. Yes, I discovered absolutely. Lost City, promptly destroyed it. So you were about to play the song that uh, Symbol had been talking about you guys writing, and then Reginald Brown showed up with your packages from Amazon. Hooray. Yashi and Randy, you remember what you got, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you get? <laughs> I got cheater's dice. Yes. yes. I got a second basinator. Yes. Yeah, and a potion, the diminution potion. Very good. Sure ding, she ding, ding. she didn't have anything in her store. Way to also, control your... why is a school selling cheater's dice? It seems... I'm yeah. not using them on tests or anything. Uh, well, yeah. as far yeah. as we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Only time will tell. With Reginald Brown being there, uh, Symbol had decided that you guys should actually play the song for Reginald. Unfortunately, the song that you wrote didn't really give off the kind of vibe that goes along with, like, one of our party got kidnapped, yeah. and we were in danger, so let's write a jaunty tune, which Symbol had a plan for resolving that for future methods, which we're actually going to cover starting in this episode. So let's go ahead and pick up. You all are getting ready to get back in the carriage, head off back in the direction of Basim, according to Mitch. So you all pack in. As far as we're <laughs> going to base him, jeez. Who knows? Mitch is driving. He's wild man. He's <laughs> a loose cannon. So yeah, you get settled into the carriage, and Symbol says, "Okay, so what I was going to talk to you about was the use of major versus minor keys. So for every major key, there is a relative minor, a minor key that shares the same key signature. So for example, the relative minor to the key of C major is A minor, while the relative minor." Yes, that's... There you go. Oh, okay. Great example, Randy. Thank you very much. Um, Using those cheaters' dice. <laughs> Looking ahead. So keep that in mind going forward. If ever any opportunity arises that you need to maybe make something a little bit more foreboding or sad-sounding, you know, change the mood, you can, you can use this and you can play in, in a minor instead of a major. Oh, yeah. yes. oh okay. did you just write that? That's, Beautiful. <laughs> it's a halfling folk song. 
been around for ages. By Wolfgang Green Trees. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you talk about this for a little bit as the carriage is rolling on, and eventually you get to a point to where you can, you know, you get to rest a little bit, and maybe not sleep because it's still like in the afternoon time. Yeah. But you travel for a good while, and it's many hours. But eventually, you hear Mitch say, "Which is many hours, like." A long rest, many hours. Yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, it is. <sighs> so go ahead and yeah, go ahead and put your hit points back to full cool. spell slots. Do all that biz. Get ready. Yeah. And really quick, uh, just going forward, I realized that I had been subbing my proficiency bonus for my actual bonus in a skill. So oh, that's like, not good. No. So for instance, <laughs> oh, no. my wisdom uh, is plus two. My charisma is plus two, and I've been doing plus three instead, instead of adding plus three to plus two. Does so, that mean you would have been doing better on those deception checks? Yeah, pretty much. Really? So, <laughs> I've been playing with a handicap this whole oh, time. Oh, man. Which, speaking of deception checks, I'm pretty sure you need to write down in your flaw section that you are a pathological liar. Me? I yeah. think time Uh-oh. has told that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Razzle is a pathological liar, and that's something that you've played into. Okay. So go ahead and write that in your flaws. Write I've down, thought about it. Have successfully tricked Kyle into pathological lying <laughs> Razzle. Fantastic. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, so just, just so we know going forward, so when you hear me say plus five or something like that, that one's on me, but yeah. <laughs> woo. You hear Mitch call out, and uh, he says, guys, I think we're actually there. Why don't you take a look? Check it out. Yeah, I'd like right. to look for, like, a welcome to Basin yeah. sign. Yeah. <laughs> Does Basin, like, fade onto the screen, the load of the you save icon comes You look outside, and there's on. a hill that says, <laughs> it looks like the Hollywood sign says Basin. Oh, thank, oh, you. thank goodness. Uh, Sweet. You know for sure. But no, you look out, and it's close to dusk. There's a slight glowing coming further south, like, past the town. You can see the town, and you see adobe homes with staircases on the outside leading to, like, roof decks. They're covered by multi-colored uh, material and blankets and stuff like that. Basically, this small adobe buildings that are circled around this oasis. So there are a few people still in the streets that you can see, and as the cart gets closer into town, you start to, you know, get into the heart of the town, and it comes to the circle that's around the oasis. So Symbol uh, looks at you three, and he knocks on the carriage wall, and the carriage stops, and he looks at you and says, okay, I have to drop you off here because people are expecting <laughs> Louis Hewis. Can so, you drop us further down so we don't get embarrassed? <laughs> no, you're in the middle of the town at the oh, Oasis. I don't want them all to see us getting dropped off. Uh, no, oh, okay, I see. <laughs> I see. Well, you're not getting dropped off at school, luckily. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it'll be fine. But, again, try to be nice. I, again, these people are not fans of outsiders from my last recollection, so try not to find yourself on the wrong end of an argument. Furthermore, I want you to secure lodging for yourself. I don't care where. Take this piece of paper, and he hands you a rolled-up scroll that's sealed with a wax symbol and everything on it. Is it his symbol? It, it, symbol it's a big symbol. S. Mm. So has a big S on it. So. Splash. Splash a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So, uh, and he tells you, hand them this piece of paper to get signed. There's a tavern on the west side of town. If you want to go down the main road here and check out that, I believe it's called the No-Named Horse. You can see if you can get lodging there. And remember, you're here to gather information from anyone who has it about the meteor, which should be a good challenge considering the people's demeanor. So, your bards, you should be able to handle it or use this opportunity to improve your investigation skills. Right. You know, really learn how to rub an elbow and grease a palm if you have to. So, I'll contact you in the morning about where to meet, and remember that you're here with Louis Hewis, not Symbol. 
Right. I'm not supposed to be here. Right. So don't go yapping. Well, you're not even going to be here anyways. I mean, I'm not here. You're right. Where are you going to be while we're doing this? The people who are here to investigate the meteor site, which you'll be meeting tomorrow, they're expecting Louis today. So, uh, and while you're out and about, keep an ear out for anyone going by the names Wimpy or Boom Queen. Uh, they're supposedly part of the crew that will be investigating the meteor site. Uh, they're actually from the town, and I am meeting some of the bureaucrats that came in from Sundance. So, uh, go get out. <laughs> Bye. And I'll, I'll see you later. Bye, Splash. Bye. Okay, so you step out into this small desert town built around the oasis, and the carriage starts to take off down the road further, and uh, you're in the center of town, standing at the oasis. You see a few people making their way through the streets. Street merchants are closing down their shops for the day, and you see a few kids that are playing tag close to the water, where an old dwarf sits fishing quietly with a wry smile on his face. There are two primary roads that run north and south, east and west. They meet in this circle around the oasis, and again, you can still see that glow, even though you don't have the advantage point you did coming into town, you can still see a glow coming from the south, and it gets brighter as the sun goes down. Right. Huh. So you hear the rabble of a tavern coming from the west, which is the direction Symbol was telling you it would be, and uh, you guys can go from there. What do you want to do? I think I might go perform for the kids, maybe do like some prestidigitation in exchange for info, like birthday clown style or something. <laughs> okay, what so you're going to... What do you, I mean, what, what do you uh, guys You said there's an old man fishing Yeah, there's the an old, old dwarf fishing at the oasis. I might go and sit next to him and kind of see if he's caught anything, see if uh, he has any fish to sell or okay. uh, maybe just hang out. I any, like fishing. Anything from Randy? <laughs> I think I might cast my mage hand in the water to make him think he's got a bite. Oh. But then he doesn't. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to yank his pole in. All right. So uh, so I'll start with Razzle in the scene. What do you say or do as you approach these children? Right. So you said they're, what were they doing? They're playing They're with, playing tag. They're uh, minding well. their own business. <laughs> <laughs> Let me feel bad. I just want to <laughs> hang out with some cool kids. I'm like, I feel young at heart. Ah, oh, jeez. Well. I go over there and say, hello there, children. (laughs) (laughs) They look scared. They look at you and they're just like, uh, and start backing up. No, 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 wait. I say, oh, 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 it's magic. (laughs) You know, never believe it's not so, children. It's magic. You know, never believe. It's not so. I start, you know, putting out little, little prestidigitation stuff like a shower of sparks, and you know, just hey, let's have some fun. It's great. (laughs) Trying to get your Gandalf on. Yeah, exactly. Freaked out and run. No, this is not a magical town. (laughs) Mom, no, no, and they run away in fear. Well, <laughs> could have gone either way, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, so, so Razzle just hangs his head and says, oh. <laughs> I rejoin them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you do this, and uh, you turn around to see Yashi walking over to the dwarf fishing by the oasis. Yashi, as you approach, the smell of fish just overwhelms your nose. I mean, this guy's like good doesn't it, No, it smells like dead fish. Dead fish? Yeah, it oh. kind of smells like fish. Just in general. He looks up at you and it's this really old dwarf, weathered face and everything. And he's he's wearing this armor that has a symbol on it, basically like a fish looking upwards. He looks up at you and he says, Hello, young lady. What brings around these parts? You come to fish and hear the word of fishtus? Oh, 
I, I came for the first part, the fishing, but, you know, if you want to talk to me while I'm checking out your fish. Well, yeah, absolutely. I have a lot to share. I'm actually an old retired cleric of the Church of Fishtus, and, uh, you know, one of the things we live by is Lefishticus 1611. Don't burn bridges, for you can fish from them. Oh, wow. I think I've heard of Fishtus before, but... I've traveled a lot Why? as a kid, but uh, never heard a lot about it. So, uh, oh, cool. well, have a sit on down. Um, sure. You know. Can I borrow your pole, or do you have another one? I, you know, if you want to take my pole, go right ahead. Okay. And sweet. he hands you the pole, and at this point, Randy, your mage hand is going in, mm-hmm. and as soon as you grab hold of it, there's a tug, and he goes, "Oh, I, last, you got one on there right away. Go ahead and pull it on in. Feel the bounty of Fishtus. All right, so I start yanking it back. I need to make a strength roll. Yeah, go and roll me a strength roll, and we'll say, Randy, that'll be against your spell save for the okay. really weird alteration of rules, but that'll work for it. Okay, uh, well, 13. What's your spell save? For Rogue, it's 11. So. All right, yeah, so you pull in it like just an empty hook. There's nothing on it. and uh, Splashes he, water on Razzle. I'm like, this just isn't my day. He's not around. <laughs> no, I walked back over to him. I no, said. I mean splash. I was making a joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, there, there's me buying into that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, you pull in. There's nothing on the end of the hook, and uh, the old dwarf just goes, hey, man, that's uh, ain't that the way sometimes. Sometimes a fish just gives and fish just takes, eh? Well, maybe this isn't the fish just for me. I guess not. <laughs> well, um... You and your friends look like some fresh faces. Uh, what brings you around? So you're not from here. You oh, said. no. No, I I am from a different place. I don't know how to explain where I've ended up or how I've gotten to where I am. Of course, working with the god of Fishtus, I'm I'm taken where I'm needed. Right. And in such a town as this, with an oasis so nice in the middle of it, uh-huh. it'd be terrible for them not to have the boon of fish just because... It's in the middle of a desert. So Fishtus has provided me the blessing to this town. Right. Which is, uh, I, I mean, I'm probably the newest person that's been accepted into the society. And even then, I'm on an outskirt in a way. So we've been warned about folks that live around here, apparently not right. so friendly. What's your experience? Because, you know, we've our, our source of information is... Uh, yeah, no. Sketchy at best. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, okay. I, I apologize. Let's start off with this. I didn't catch any of your names. I'm oh. Yashi. Yashi? Randy. Randy? And I'm Mac. Roll me a deception check. Yep. <laughs> so that's a 14 plus 5. 19. He says, oh, well, Yashi, Randy, Mac, pleasure to meet you. My name's Dogum. Dogum Brusox. And uh, you see he reaches over to a small tankard nearby, pulls a sock out of it, wedges it back onto his foot, which was hanging off in the water. He pulls it out of the water, does that, and then puts his boot back on. It's like, I save it for the brew later. So, And he reaches that tankard and takes a big sip out of it, puts it back down. It's like, so, you're worried about the townspeople not being too keen on you. Right, yes. Hey, real quick, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm family special, the brew sock. It, it, what's that about? It's a beer infused with the sweat of my pride and my family and all of our determination and honor. Does it taste like pride, determination, and honor, or just like feet? Oh, you're a dwarf. Why don't you tell me to take a drink? Uh, do it. Do, do, it. do it. Come on, lad. All right. Give it here. And I... Come on, Mac. <laughs> you a tough boy. <laughs> Let's go, Mac. Mac the knife. Mac the knife. Uh, so, do yeah, I need you to, know, do I need to roll anything? a constitution anything? check. Okay. Yeah. jeez. Yeah, so 15 plus 1, 16. Okay, so you you knock back a little bit of this brew, and it's like a really, really sour beer. I can imagine. It does imagine. not 
taste that great. I mean, you're not sipping enough to really get intoxicated, no. but you probably don't care for it too much. No, and I I don't say as much, but I put it down. I say, yeah, uh, see what you're going for. Uh, it I takes guess. a refined palate. Yeah, probably. And winks at you. <laughs> I, um, I wink back, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, regarding the people in the town, you're asking about them being a little bit unsavory towards outsiders. This is true. Like I said, I have, I've been giving the boon of Fishtis' blessing unto this town for uh, maybe 20, 25 years now. Whoa. Somewhere in uh-huh. that range. Laddie, you'll, you'll see soon enough as you get older in age, the time kind of just wears on. Right. You know, I've finally gotten into the good graces, and they just don't like the outsiders mainly because of the bureaucracy. You got any tips for uh, skating around that sort of business? Uh, well, why are you here? If you're here for the other reasons that people are here, they might not be too keen on you. Why are other folks here? Yeah. We were just dropped off here. Well, we've had some bureaucrats come in to investigate the meteor site down south in the glow fields. Uh, have you been down meteor there? Site. No. No. No, I haven't. I, what's the, I stay uh, here and tend to the oasis. What's the word on the street about this meteor? Well, the big thing that's happened that's really caused a dampering on the town is uh, the vibration of the impact has actually closed down the main mine west of town. Mm, so people haven't been able to work, and they're a little up in arms about it. They've been trying to contact people in Sundance to get down here and help clear up the mine so that they can get back to work providing the glasswares that this town is known famous for. So a lot of people are on edge because they ain't getting to work. And if they ain't getting to work, they ain't getting their money. If they ain't getting their money, they ain't getting their drinking food, you know what I mean? And their foot beer. Yeah. Oh, no, that's mine. Hey, you know what? You could find a market for that. The market's closed right now. No, I'm no, sure listen. closing up shop. I feel like we're getting off track here. Uh, we were just passing through. We were thinking about checking out the meteor just because we heard tell. I uh, actually saw the thing streak across the sky, didn't we, guys? We yeah, did. it was yeah. beautiful. And it was great. And, you know, right. uh, it must have been up late at night then. Well, we're a band, so we play a lot of, like, evening gigs. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. You're a band. Well, maybe perhaps you'd do better than Fibblewick's McFlibs over in the tavern. That boy could use a lesson, I tell you. He is something terrible. Well, what's he play? <laughs> I don't say he plays anything, but he tries to play loot. Uh. So perhaps uh, you there, little Mac. You could uh, give him a lesson or two, make him a little bit better. Poor boy, he's tried to get into Stromlots more often than not and just Aww. keeps getting refused. We just showed up. Does he, <laughs> did he maybe not go to the right Stromlots? We didn't even have to do anything. No, he got <laughs> some letter from the underground piping system that said... Uh, Don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a I mean, letter. it was pretty brief. It just said no well, all eight times. Oh, gosh. So the tavern is over to the west, right? Yeah, you head down this main, main road here just to the west. It's called the No-Named Horse. Um, you want to come with? Oh, no, I tend here. I got my camp. I've got my brew. I've got my food, the fish. I'm all set here. I'm here to tend to the oasis. I don't uh, I don't stray too far. Otherwise, the fish dry up. Right. Hmm. Well, enjoy your fish just. I will. Good. I will, and fish just be with you. And also with you. If you ever need anything, come back and see me. You've got a good place with me in my heart, at least, but fish just is giving, so. But no actual place to stay. I have a tent we could share. It's a little Ooh. small. Take our chances with the horse with no name. Let's, you know, if we need to come back, we can. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. So you begin heading down the road towards the no-named horse, and the second alleyway that you pass by, a person stumbles out and runs clean into Yashi, and they fall onto the ground, and you just see a human woman sitting there in a pile of messy cloaks, and she looks up at you, and she has bright red cheeks, and and her nose is really bright red. Her eyes are half-closed. She scowls a moment and looks up at you, Yashi, and says, Hey, you ran into me. 
What kind of person does that? Are you like even from around here? Well, it's time you learn some rules. If you know it's good for you to knock someone down, you have to buy them a drink. So it's the law of the land. Are you okay? You look like you're sick or something. No, just <laughs> yeah, I got well. knocked down by by a big person. And you could buy me a drink. Who, who knocked you down? I look around. You got in my what? way. I was oh. walking and you ran right into my way and knocked me down. Now you gotta buy me a drink. You wanna take me to take me to the tavern? Well, I think we're heading to the tavern anyway. Although ah yes, yes, uh, friend, yes. Let's go to the tavern. Well, we'll see. I don't know about the drink. I mean. I, we have, we have stuff that we need to take care of, so... Because she knocked oh, me see. down. Well, Are you even going to help me up? I mean, you almost knocked me... Oh, yeah, sure. Pick her straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Set her on her feet. <laughs> there you go, You're bud. A, you're a strong one. Yeah, but, uh, you know, so... I didn't knock you down. You kind of... I'm just I'm just so strong. I'm walking here! <laughs> That's what you should have said. <laughs> <laughs> well, blend in, Yashi. Let's, let's, let's go to the tavern and get the drink. Can I buy myself a drink, too? Dan me a drink. Okay. It's all the land. Razzle falls over and says, Now you gotta buy me a drink too, Yashi. Oh, damn it. And I just take a running jump and go flying. <laughs> so, yeah, you knocked me down as well. <laughs> oh, oh, well, drink's all well, around. Oh, thanks, Yashi. You said her name is Yashi. Yashi. Yeah. Well, that's cool. It's close. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. The No Name Tavern is right right down here. Just get from drink from Dewey. So, Yashi, you go around and you help everyone up onto their feet since you knocked them down, and now you have to buy them all drinks. I feel terrible. <laughs> so, you're heading off and. She puts her arms around Randy and Razzle and really slouches her to walk. Yeah, she's, she's like, like down really low. She was <laughs> like, I feel like we should just be dragging her behind us. Like. <laughs> she's just holding on to the back yeah. of your cloaks and like her feet are dragging. She's like, this is great. Ah, mesh, mesh. <laughs> so uh, you make your way to the no named Horace with this person in tow. And as you approach the tavern, you hear the rabble of people arguing and some pretty simplistic music being strummed out. When you step inside, that typical thing of stepping into a bar happens where everyone goes quiet. And the music stops, but it's only because the person playing it messed up. And uh, <laughs> But all eyes are on you. And after a second, a uh, human man clears his throat and stands up. His clothes are worn. He has patches sewn onto them, and which you notice to be the case with most of the people around the table that he's at. He finishes off his mug and wipes the foam from his short, bristly beard and says, Well, I reckon this conversation should be shelled for the time being. Everyone should get some rest. We still need to do what we can to reopen the mine, especially since them bureaucrats in Sundance won't send any aid, short of those that are here for the Sky Boulder. We'll all reconvene another time when it's appropriate. And he looks at you three. So the man turns and starts talking to a woman to his left. You notice behind her sits a young woman with a pair of crutches leaning against the wall next to her. The others rise from their seat and begin to disperse, some leaving and some cozying up into their own table with a mug. But all are kind of eyeballing you in a very strange fashion. And uh, it's at this time you hear a dwarf call from behind the bar. He says, you know what a tavern is, right? What are you looking for, you three? Food? Drink? Uh, You didn't bring Big Shot in here, did you? Is that who you have dragging behind you? You better be here for food, drink, or lodging. If you're not, there's the door. Don't know a big shot. She probably had a big shot. Though. <laughs> yeah, that's a big shot right oh. there. You you bet uh, somebody buying her drinks her tabs full here. I'm, I've got her on for one. Big shot stands up. She's like, yeah, Jimmy, they're going to get me a drink. So just, you know, the bottle and waves it over. Hey, can I whisper to Yashi? Of water, of water. Tell him it's 
water she wants. Yes, your your biggest glass of, of water. You say this and Big Shot looks at you and she's just like, it's like, no, they're not water. I can get water in the oasis. I just drink oh, that. Well, I mean, you didn't like no, specify no. Dude, I'm not stuff, buying, the good know. stuff. Uh, no, I don't know if you should. I mean, you seem like you're good. Yeah, but yeah, you knocked me down. You got to buy me a drink. Yeah, ask Dewey. It's the law of the land. You didn't specify the kind I, of yeah, drink. I'm, at this I'm, point, Randy pulls out his organ and starts to play. Please don't spoil this bar. So drunk you are. And after all, you're finally sleeping. <laughs> all right, so I think you roll to see how many hit dice Five you reflect. 5d8. Oh, yeah. my God. You're casting oh. sleep, I guess. Yeah, so yes. this sees if it's enough hit points to make them sleep. So if everyone could roll a d8. And then roll an extra. And roll an extra. One, four, one, and six. And two. Two. Fourteen. She... Passes out. Hooray! <laughs> she just falls onto the ground, passes out. Dewey goes, I think you dodged a bullet with that one. Uh, you know, Big Shot can really knock yeah. him down if you know what I mean. Yeah. I put one of the sapphires we got from Wesley, which should be like 100 gold. I put it on the counter and I say, Yeah, big sure she gets taken care of. Uh, you got it. And he takes it her and puts tab. it in his pocket. Like, you know, pay for her tab. Everything. Okay. Make sure she's got a room. Just ah, she's got a house. Somebody will make sure Gosh. she gets there, and uh, we'll make sure her tab gets taken care of. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, so you're getting food, lodging. Here, yeah. Lodging. Yeah, I only be... have one room. I hope that's okay. That's yeah, fine. We've got a, a paper. Who's got the paper? Got what the paper, paper are you talking about? The paper. Paper. Just paper. Pat myself down. Razzle. I think you had the paper, oh. Andy. Well, so I uh, reach in and I pull out the paper and I say, uh, Dewey, right? Yeah, it's Dewey. Here you go. All right, so he grabs the scroll that you hand him, and he looks at it and pulls the seal off and unfurls it. To whom it concerns, the bards. Oh, bards. I already have one too many bards here. Well, we're other things, too. Yeah. We're just bards. Okay, okay. Anyway, it <laughs> says here, basically, the bards presenting this document have been charged with finding lodging under their own abilities. Only permit them lodging if you deem their performance deserving, and shovel them off if not. Thank you for indulging us in the training of our future historians, storytellers, and entertainers. Signed, symbol, HMAC. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Splash. He signed it wrong. Yeah, he, he goes by Splash it's a, now. It's a habit. Oh, that's probably an old one. You know, oh, symbols. that's symbols. what it is. Symbols. Yeah. I remember that boy. That that boy? Coming through here many, many years ago. What was he like? And uh, I, put, I put my elbows on the bar. <laughs> and said, he is, what was uh, he like? He's a fantastic <laughs> performer. Probably the best we've had come through, but we haven't seen him in decades. And, man, anyway, so anything you can do to help me, uh, let's see, that boy over there, that halfling boy, uh, if you could teach him anything that you know about music, something to make him a better bard if you'd even call him a bard. Well, really, anyone can be a bard. Not according to them bureaucrats up in Sundance. They have a real set line from the school. I mean, it's all about hard work, practice, and determination. Yeah, but with their line from the school to the Bureau of Better Barding, you know. I mean, but if you can make him a better performer, I'll give you a room and I'll sign your paper for your teacher. Yeah. I think we can handle that. Deal. All right. Sure. So yeah, there's a there's a halfling sitting over by the hearth, strumming on a lute, really simplistic stuff. So you walk up to him, and he's putzing around on chords and everything, and uh, y- you notice he's messing up, and he's saying some words under his breath, but he, he stops for a moment, and he notices you standing there, and he goes, Oh, hi. Um, You're Jilly Fingers McFingerbones, right? It, <laughs> it's Fibblewicks McFlibs. Ah, oh, it's close. <laughs> 
That's kind of rude. All right. I like that. <laughs> Can I just call you finger bones? <laughs> Randy, be I don't nice. have any bony fingers though. I love them. That's why I'm having a hard time playing. I've got some little stubby ones. We can shave off some. We've oh. actually got some spare fingers if you need some. I have two. <laughs> That's step one. You need a good stage name, one that people remember. Okay. So lesson one, and he, he stops and he pulls out a little <laughs> thing. He's like, I mean, no, you, got, just you guys are bards. For, Listen, I, we're just. You look, look like bards, so we you, are. You yeah. don't happen to go to Strumlots, do you? Sometimes. Sometimes. Really haven't been there a whole lot recently, but sometimes okay. Uh well I mean Yeah, yeah, we've been around Strum So Lots, do you yeah. do you have a good word in? I've been trying to get in Strumlots for a while and just Have you ever heard of a guy named Symbol? Yeah. Who hasn't heard of Symbol? He's going by Splash now. It's the first thing you should know. That's that's a weird that's name change. That's his nickname. It's that's, I guess that's better than Finger Bones. Uh, well, anyways, we were sent over here to maybe help you out a little bit, if that's cool. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you guys want to help me finish writing my song about Tibbledy Tomdy Tomalon? See, this is exactly what we're talking about. Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> maybe you can come up with, you know, help me come up with some verse. Here's here. Let me let me play what I got for okay, you so yeah, far, let's, let's real quick, hear it. Let's go. and see if you can you can jam along to this. Um, one, two, three, four. Tom Alan was running down the lane. He fell down and broke his leg, and we're laughing once again. Ha 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 Good. Man. Yeah. What's wrong no with it? It's perfectly fine. It's a well, great song. I mean, you should be very happy need, with I that song. I need more, more, more lines. Uh, the only other one I have is here. Let me try this one for you. Tibble Tom T. Tom Alon was going on his first date. Went to his dad to get his advice and caught him so, well, I guess I don't have good words. No, so, uh, no, no, they're no. a little rough, but well, I mean, no, uh, we can uh, okay. polish them. Well, do you do you want to try writing a verse and we can play it around? I mean, I'm I'm really trying to play something a little bit more cheerful and uplight for the people around here because everyone seems so down. What are you talking about? That's a perfectly cheerful song. It's yeah, I know, but every, delightful, nobody's man. nobody's like responding to it. I just. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the there's words a little or... more going on. You know, it's just you and your guitar over there. So yeah. Well, what are these? What does this crowd usually listen to? Are well, you I mean, are you it or I, what? I, I, yeah. Oh. Oh. So I mean. And I kind of look at him and I put my hand on his shoulder and I was like, "Don't you let anyone put you down because you're a bard, son." Oh man. You're you think a I'm great, a bard? You are a bard. And look, you wrote a great song. And just because these chumps don't think it's a good one doesn't mean it's not a great song. Oh, it's I, a great tune, man. You got a lot of cool stuff happening in that tune. Thanks. Uh, Maybe, I don't know, if you guys help me write lyrics, maybe they'd like them better. I don't, Yeah. let's try uh, it out, I well, guess. Well, first off, give me your guitar so we okay. can tune that bad boy up. Yeah, there we go. All right, so we'll get this tuned up here. Yeah, that's weird. Anyways, I'll, I'll tune this up for you. Okay. And then we can help you out with some lyrics, right? Okay. Well, so what we're going to do here okay. for, for Above the Table is we're going to take five minutes, write your line that you're going to do, each of you. Okay. Write a line, and then we're going to come back and play it. So get writing. Five minutes later. Okay, so... um. Oh, you got your guitar all tuned up. You're good to go there. That sounds... Whoa. Yeah, imagine that. Dang. Yeah. It's all about Thanks. the Thanks, basics, Razzle. foundation, man. Yeah. Lesson yeah, absolutely. two, tune your guitar. Okay, noted. Um, well, Yashi, you want to start us off, and then maybe Randy, and then Razzle? Sure. Uh, sure. Okay, I'll, right. I'll start playing, and you know, you just 
Let's see how it goes. Yeah. So yeah. okay, one, two. Help three. us out on the chorus. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one, two, three, four. Tibbly Tumdy Tumblin was cooking up a meal. Grabbed a pan and burned his hand, and now he cannot feel. Ha 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 Tibbly Tangle Tumble Boy was bathing in the stream. A witch jumped out and cast a spell as he began to scream. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I and mean, you got the names wrong, but you know, whatever. You'll have fun with it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so. a lot of fun. Does the uh, crowd respond, Kyle? Uh, you look around, everybody's kind of like eyeballing you really hard and just like groaning and rolling their eyes More and everything. More bards. Ugh, and, uh, <laughs> the last you know, thing this town needs. You look over at Dewey and he's just got like this like, <laughs> look at his face like, no. Stop. And he he pushes off the bar and you see him basically like glide across the bar to get something. It doesn't uh. look like he walks. Like oh, and then spirit. grabs something and then glides back and sets it down for a patron. Is he a ghoul? You don't know. Oh. But yeah, so... Uh, Fibblewicks McFlibs looks at you three. He's like, See, "This is what I'm talking about. Like, it doesn't even matter if you get good words, or you got the good chords. I mean, Razzie, you said I had a good song. And, yeah, your you know, song's You're freaking... at the Bard College, so I'm, you know, I trust you. No, your song's a freaking jam, dude. I just like, wish yeah. I knew what I could, I, you know. I mean, no. we did just learn some new stuff, how to change like the feel and flow of songs. Like, yeah. Honestly, uh, if they're not responding to this like happiness of a tune, then okay. maybe they're not feeling the happy vibes. I mean, things haven't been too happy around here, right? No, they haven't. Everyone's really like mm. ticked off. Maybe well, they need some empathy. That's right. Yeah, something they can relate to a little. I mean, you got the goods, but. But is it the right goods? So can we tweak those goods? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't give me your notes. <laughs> oh, finger bones. Oh, finger. You wily boy. That's right. <laughs> no. Listen. Let's work on it together. We'll give it a shot and see what happens. Okay. All right. So let's roll some chord dice. See if we can't make Fibblewick's song a little bit better. Okay, guys, so let's have a minor discussion real quick. Uh, In all seriousness, though, um, we want to talk to you listeners about the differences of major versus minor just to, you know, bring that up because our bards are going to be able to start using that to write songs. Y'all are going to be able to choose whether you want to write in major or minor based off the situation. So, uh, Spurrier, if you don't mind doing me the favor, let's just talk about C major compared to A minor. I'm going to let you go ahead and just lead off with that. Okay, so uh, if you guys envision a piano, you just think about playing all the white notes. If you happen to start on C, and go to another C and come back. C major. Good old C major. You've heard it a million times on Bombardier. See, that was major. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so if uh, you go up to the sixth note, which is C, D, E, F, G, A, and you still stick with all the white notes, but you start here instead... you get minor. Um, but one really important thing that's going to affect a lot of our minor songs, if I go back to major just super fast and I stop right before the end, there's this tension. You're kind of like, I really wanted to go there, right? You wanted to resolve. You wanted to resolve, right? There's that tension there. And if I do that with A minor again and stop right before the end, 
It doesn't feel finished, but there's not yeah. that tension, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't want to go there. So that's a G. Mm -hmm. So if I raise that G to a G sharp, there's that yes. tension, right? Yeah, it really and that's wants what, to go uh, there. Yeah, it's good old harmonic minor. And I think we're saying that Splash told us all about that on the way to bass him, so we know how to do that as characters yeah. and yeah. stuff. The whole point of that being is, just so everyone knows, when we roll our dice, if we happen to roll an E, we have the right to make it E minor or E major to be that G or G sharp. The so, expressed yeah. right. It is our so, decision. That's, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when, we you, have the when power. You, right. Yeah, exactly. You can choose. <laughs> Normally when you write a song, your the chord dice roll is bookended by C major on right. both sides. Right, exactly. But in the situation you want to roll in mi or play in minor, you'll just bookend it with A minor instead. So that'll, that'll help us keep things rolling, literally. Uh... uh, uh so yeah, there's a couple of examples yeah. that Spurrier has where he's switching either major to minor, and these are going to be songs you know, I hope, or minor to major. So Spurrier, if you don't mind yeah. continuing on, sir. So here is Joy to the World in its standard major form. <laughs> then I will adjust a few notes, and now... Oh, here. No. So yeah, so foreboarding and now it's tears to the world. Tears to the world <laughs> <laughs> all over the world. Oh, no. uh, and then if we go the other way, if we get something by good old Beef Oven. And then we change a few notes. Uh, I really like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just a breath of fresh air. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, there so, you go. So that's kind of an example of you know how major and minor stack up to each other. Both very nice, but uh, yeah. different kind of vibes coming off them. Yeah. Fellers. Which speaking of which, since we've kind of explained that vibe, let's go ahead and roll some dice so we can figure out how you're going to add to his song. So uh, already... Kyle, just to make sure, yeah. we're going to take the original thing by Twiddly Fingerbones and make that minor and add on a new section, right? And that's yes. based on the chord dice that we roll. Cool. Yes. That sounds like a combo song. Great. Combo song. We've never done that. All right. Cool. Combo song. Burp, 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 burp. Uh, Double wild. wild. Double wild. Double wild. And Triple wild. wild. Quit with oh, the wilds. Gosh. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Oh, well, so that's two. Oh, my Whoa! God. Oh, my Extreme. <laughs> so you basically rolled B diminished and G. Yeah, we rolled B diminished so. three times over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Well, well, at least we have, we, have, we have our A minor. Okay, drums. Right, do it. Right, righto. All right, coin toss. Okay, it's heads. Heads. Staying in our first bank. Defer to the second half. We've got a 26. Blues, blues, blues. Rock 10. All right. Okay. That's close, yeah. that's, that's close enough. And Fusion 02. <laughs> mm. Rock Fusion. Totally dinky dinky dums. Dum, fusion. Play <laughs> <laughs> that Rock Fusion ha. Hey, everyone. It's Goodrich. Surprise. <laughs> um, we were so pumped to jam with Fingerbones this session that we forgot to record Kyle's middle bit. So instead, here I am. Uh, as always, thanks for listening to the show. It really does mean a lot to us. And if you want to say hi to us or chat with us on social media, you can use at BombardedCast and you can use the hashtag BardCast. Uh, we love hearing from everyone. So uh, hit us up. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, you can rate, review, and subscribe to us on there and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And actually, the Bombarded Bandcamp is live now. So if you go to bombarded.bandcamp.com, the only thing that's on there right now is the theme song, but that's where we're going to be putting the Chaos Sauce album and the original soundtrack, and that's where we're going to be putting all of the music that we write for the show. Uh, so we'll put it up there, and you can listen to it, download it there, and it's great. So I'm working on getting all the tracks mixed just a little bit better, and Sprayer's working on the original soundtrack, getting cuts for that. So uh, 
uh, really soon, hopefully the next week or two, they'll be out. So uh, in the meantime, if you want to listen to Lindby online, you can go to Lindby, which is spelled L-I-N-D-B-Y music.com or lindby.bandcamp.com and all of our music's on there. And actually, speaking of Lindby, we're going to be playing a show on March 18th at Lola's in Fort Worth. So if you're in the area and want to, you know, come by and hang out, say hi, that's where we'll be. And we're also going to be playing a couple of the songs that we've made in previous episodes as Lindby instead of Chaos Sauce. So uh, it should be fun. So yeah, March 18th at Lola's in Fort Worth if you're in DFW. And uh, that's pretty much it. So thanks again so much for listening. And hopefully I did Kyle proud. And uh, let's get back on the Finger Bones Express and see where he takes us. Bye. So Razzle, you know, after we've kind of gone over the song and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, Razzle turns to Fingerbones and he says, all right, so not only are we going to change this song from major to minor, but okay. we're going to play it straight instead of swung. Right. Okay. Uh, and we're going to try laws at the chorus instead of ha-ha-has. Okay. Oh, okay. That, okay. That might be part of the issue yeah. from the crowd. They, they might be okay. getting the wrong kind of yeah vibe from you, laughing at them. Gotcha. So. And also, do you want to sing with us, maybe? Yeah, I'll, I'll sing. I mean, you, it's just... Haas to laws. No, I mean, you, you kind of got it down. You, you kind of got the feel down for what, how the chorus yeah, goes. Ha- Haas to laws. Yeah, hop in on the, on the chorus. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay, yeah. Well, let's sh- show me what you got. Sweet. Tiffledy-tomfy-tomalone looked up into the sky, saw a falling meteor and thought that he might die. La 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 la, la 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 la, la 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 la, la 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 la. Tiffledy-tomfy-tomalone got shut out of the mine Couldn't buy himself a drink or pay his rent on time La 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 Tiffledy-tom-tom-alone You're gonna survive so just hold on! Oh, oh finger yeah. bones! I don't know what's happening to finger bones, finger bones! Oh, get it! Oh, oh man! Oh, Look at him go! Get it, son! Shred them bones! Oh, oh, I got blisters on my finger bones! Tiddly-tom-tee-tom-along got up from where he sat He said it's time to get things done and face the bureaucrats Oh man, that was that was awesome. I like bigger Oh, it's like I had some kind of bardic inspiration from you guys to be able to solo like that. I've never been able to play like that in my life. Listen. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this was this was great. I have some practicing to do. What so you're bards, but are are you a band or like we're chaos sauce. Right. Yeah. Chaos sauce. Featuring finger bones. Tell, that time. tell your friends, tell your family. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm gonna go practice, so I'm gonna be as good as chaos sauce someday. Uh I, I wanna go show my mom. And he grabs his loot and he's like, Thank you, thanks very much. And he runs out of the out of the tavern just gleefully running off. I turn to you guys and I'm like, man, that little joker plays better than I do. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> 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 
you turn around after Fingerbones has left out of the tavern. You've noticed by this point in time, like, there were actually some people that were, like, tapping their feet along. You actually heard some of the tavern members say, hey, at the end. Yes. Oh, right. So some of the people were getting into it, and you turn and you see uh, Big Shot sitting at a table with a full bottle of booze that's already uh, half down. Geez. They're sitting at the table, but their head's down on it. All of a sudden, somebody comes through the door. They kick open the door, and it's this tall human. He's bald. He's wearing explorer's clothes, but there's an insignia of the Bureau of Intelligence on his shoulder. And he uh, takes a moment, and he looks around, and he just says, Evening, everyone. My name's John Laramie. I'm heading the expedition down to the meteorite. i just looking for... Bards. It's looking for bards. <laughs> <laughs> and so the acronym on that is BOY. 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 Okay. <laughs> yes. yes, it's BOY. <laughs> he's our BOY. <laughs> hey there, you work for BOY? So, yeah, he's got the insignia of the Bureau of Intelligence on his shoulder. And he just says, Good evening, everyone. My name's John Laramie. I'm with the Bureau of Intelligence. I'm here to take an expedition out to discover a little bit about the meteor. I'm looking for Alphonse Correa, Trish Shireen, and Aaron Copeland. Uh, does anybody know where they are? And you see two people stand up. There's this really, you know, tiny kind of half-elf that stands up and uh, he raises his hands like, yeah, I'm Alphonse. Uh, you can call me Wimpy. And then another bigger lady stands up about the size of Yashi and she's got this, like, braided hair back in a bun. And she's like, yeah, I'm Trish. My name's Boom Queen. What do you need with us? Oh. And uh, John kind of looks around. He's like, "So what about what about Aaron? Aaron Copeland?" And he, I told I'd probably find her at the bar. And uh, the bartender Dewey looks up. He's like, "Yeah, if you're ever looking for Aaron, good luck dragging her out of the bottom of a bottle." And you see Big Shot grab the bottle that she's drinking out of and throws it at Dewey, breaking against the wall behind him. And gets up and slugs out of the back. Oh. Oh. Um, so say, if he's looking for Aaron Copeland, he needs to check the mid-20th century. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, uh, for those who know. <laughs> so, John says, okay, well, regardless, we're meeting in the morning south of town. We're heading out towards the Glowfields. 9 a.m. sharp. Be there. We need you. And you hear some people mutter and curse under their breath and whatnot. And uh, he leaves just as quick as he came in. You see Dewey come out from behind the bar and he's actually in like this weird floating like bowl. And it's what he uses to move around the bar. He doesn't have any legs. Oh. Uh. And he kind of comes around the bar and uses the bar to like scoot himself along. There's really no manner that shows why this thing is floating, but it is. And he kind of floats over to you guys and it's just like, well, he's crying. You did exactly. <laughs> 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 he uh, he comes over. He's like, "Well, you were able to help out Fibblewicks McFlibs. Um, called him what? Fingerbones. Finger Fingerbones. I think that's funnier, actually. Yeah. So, um, like I said, you can have the room upstairs. It's only one room. He pulls out the piece of paper, signs it, hands it back to you. He's like, "Give this to your instructor. I appreciate you helping out. Maybe he'll be a little bit of a better bard. And I like what y'all were saying about you know going and facing those bureaucrats. And I think a couple other people were too. So as long as you're not in cahoots or associated." Uh, you might be all right for a little while. So, yeah. but enjoy the room for the night. Breakfast is going to be at eight. You know, it's included. So you come on down. <laughs> continental. I mean, we are on a continent, so yeah. you do get a continental <laughs> breakfast. See what you want with your breakfast. Roger that. Here's the key, and he holds it out. Oh, I'll oh. take the key. Yashi, you take the key. Oh, I got a key. And he says, "We were changing keys earlier." Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> 
And he says, y'all get some sleep. I know it's late. You probably traveled a long way to get here. That desert can be a little uh, little rough. You know, we've actually sent out some caravans with glasswork, and they never made it to Sundance, apparently, from what they hear. Lost somewhere along the way. Anyway, uh, like I said, I got the bar to close up, so. All right, bye. Nighty night. Closing right. time. I guess we can stay here. (laughs) You can stay here. That's right. So uh, so you guys go up to your room, bed down for the night. It's basically been one whole day you've been stuck in a carriage. So this is your first time to actually like be able to stretch out a little bit, you know, change your clothes. Change the potpourri out. Get into some yeah, you can change the potpourri out. You can get into some actual sleepwear. And uh, as you're changing, you're in your respective corners trying to give yourself space. But Yashi and Razzle, you can't help but notice that when Randy's changing, he removes his, his like top gear and then removes his undershirt. And in the middle of his back is a giant tattoo. Awesome. And, you know, you can't help but be drawn in. And you notice that it's like a circle of runes. There's a very big circle in the center of the tattoo and a rune inside of it and some lines that trace outwards and, in, you know, kind of squiggly as well. But there's something odd about this tattoo. You notice that there's a, it looks like a crack, and it kind of glows red. (laughs) Yeah, there's a crack on his back, and it gets what? It goes way down. (laughs) Oh boy. No, but you you notice you notice this crack, and it's like a very small sliver on the right side of the tattoo. It looks like it's blood red, but upon further inspection, you notice it's just emanating like a reddish hue, and it's not part of the tattoo design. Dude, Randy, sweet ink. You don't know what they're talking about. Okay, I was going to say, this is news to me. <laughs> yep. So, okay. Uh, what? Oh, you're like colossal tattoo on your back. Yeah, it's it's rad, rad, dude. pretty Turn around and cool. try to look over my shoulder. And <laughs> do the classic. Like, <laughs> oh, God. What does mine say? What does mine say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, what is this? Uh, oh. I describe it to Randy. As we have you a, are mirrors in this land? Yeah. Do mirrors <laughs> exist? Get it off, get it off. Get it off, get it off, get it off. Uh, yeah, there's a mirror. Oh. We direct Good. him to the yeah. mirror. Okay. All right, check well, it. Yeah, I guess uh, should we all investigate this because I have no idea what this is <laughs> on my back. Because Randy can't see his back, he gets a three plus one. Sweet. <laughs> 13. Okay. So 17, then plus one for the jack of all trades. Yashi and Randy, you're not really able to gather anything. I mean, you, you obviously see a sick back tattoo, but Razzle, you actually noticed some of the runes in this tattoo. They reference sealing something away or blocking oh. off like energy. Gotcha. And these runes are like similar to ones that are on U something or? No, they don't look like anything on U something. They look more like. It, a couple of the runes you recognize are more like the druidic runes that okay, you've seen yeah. before. I recognize them and, and understand that they stand for like sealing something away. Yeah, exactly. Okay. The rest of it you can't quite make out, but you know that they, yeah. that's the purpose that okay. it's serving. And maybe sealing away something inside your tummy, Randy. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, that'd be all right. That you do not yet know, but uh, <laughs> I think we'll call it there. Okay. <laughs> 